Welcome to the Don't Call Me Midlife Podcast. I'm Nicole. And I'm Alex. We're your coffee-addicted, wine-loving, Amazon-obsessed mom squad. Think of us as your new besties, but with a podcast. And just like you, we're navigating the Google-defined chaos of midlife while wrangling a pack of boys. But here's the twist. We're more than just moms and wives. We're on a mission to reclaim our identities beyond motherhood, and we're bringing you along for the wild ride. Now, we don't pretend to have all the answers to life's mysteries, but we're so good at learning and laughing our way through them. So whether you're sipping from your trusty Stanley, indulging in an oat milk latte from Starbucks, or raising a glass of Whispering Angel, get ready to hang with us. Together, we'll keep it real, have some laughs, and remind you that this crazy journey called life is one adventure worth sharing. Hi, Nicole. Hey, Alex. Happy Thursday. Happy holidays. Happy holiday hustle. All the things. Happy hustle bustle. Yes, you too. (laughs) Hustle bustle. Are you hustling? What are you doing? Um, well, I'm here with you, so I'm not hustling. I hustled this morning, got a whole bunch of errands done, worked out, and now I'm here. I'm just trying to like, you know, relax. Relax That's awesome. This is a relaxing time for us to talk. I was, I, I actually went and got a manicure with a friend today and was saying, I love this time. And for those listening, I hope this is the same for you that to take the time, even during this busy holiday season to think about being our age and the things that we're going through, the things that are challenging for us. And I feel like I've learned so much about myself just from even reporting this, recording the podcast. Do you feel the same way? I do. I do. I've learned so, I've learned so much about myself and I feel like I've learned things about you. And actually, I think you told me recently that one of your friends was listening and she's like, oh my gosh, I just learned something new about you. And I hear that too. Yeah. My friends are like, I'm like, and these are, these are people that know me well, Nicole, that are like, wow, yeah. I'm learning. So if you're listening and you learn something new about us, let us know what that is. Cause we're actually curious. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> what are the new things? What are the new things? So what is in your cup today? Okay. Let me tell you, I just made it. I haven't even tried it, but look at my mug. If you're watching on YouTube, you can see it. Mm-hmm. But if not, let me just explain it really quick. I'll tell you what's in my cup. Alex got me the cutest <laughs> mug and it is our picture with our, like a little brand photo. And it says, don't call me midlife. And on the other side, it says, dream it, plan it, do it. And I love it. It's got like a gold handle and us. But what's inside is um, I have coffee and then um, it's like, a scoop of mushroom powder coffee that I received in the mail. So I'm going to try it live and, uh, it's like for free. Yeah. Yeah. They're like, Oh, okay. So sip that. Uh, That'll be interesting. I'd like to hear your thoughts. Okay. Here we we go. (laughs) Okay. I'm watching you. (laughs) Oh, (laughs) no, no, no. I was just like waiting for a taste, but it just tastes like my normal coffee. Um, what is it supposed to do? Oh, don't put me on the spot. I don't know. Cause I don't, <laughs> it's like medicinal I'll mushrooms. I'll put it in the show notes. Yeah. It's like, maybe um, they put medicinal help. mushrooms in there. Maybe. Well, this could get interesting. Mm. This could um, get interesting. No. Um, we'll talk about the benefits in the show notes. Cause I don't remember. Okay. I don't well, remember, you tried it. I you wanted, like it. Yes. Yes. yes okay. Thank you. Good for you. Um, yes. And if I, if I feel good, I'll, I'll put the link as to where, where the coffee's from. If we remember. Yeah. Yeah. If we remember, but I, it should, I should remember. So tell me what's in your cup, Alex. I have coffee, of course, too. I could drink a lot of coffee, mm-hmm. um, but I just got this fun nut pot. It's like cookie butter. Have you ever used nut pots? 
I do use nut pods. I have a French vanilla in mine. Oh. Um, yeah, I've tried the cookie butter. I have a favorite. Is it good? I like it. I like the cinnamon swirl the most. Oh, I almost I, got that. Yeah, it's really good. Do you like cinnamon? Like a lot, a lot? I do. Yeah. I do. You know, I, I didn't I don't ever really drink a lot of stuff in my coffee, but since mm-hmm. being health and wellness coach and talking mm-hmm. about sort of intermittent fasting and being, you know, trying to be gluten and dairy free, everyone mm-hmm. asks me about dairy free creamers. And so now I like to try them all so I can recommend them. So yeah. I try all the flavors of the nut pods because it makes you feel like you're having like a special coffee, I guess. Yes. I I actually, I like the nut pods too. And I've learned so much from watching you. Um, but I've, I like to put um, cinnamon, like if I go to a coffee place like Starbucks, I'll ask them to steam cinnamon in my latte. So you oh. kind of, you, you get a flavor, but you don't get, uh-huh. um, you know, if you're trying to watch your calorie or your macros. Or sugar. Um, yeah. 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 All that stuff. It just, it gives a little flavor and it takes away some of the bitterness from the coffee too. So. Oh, I like that. Cause Starbucks, yeah. I feel like has all the sprinkles and all that stuff. So you have to watch, like I was going to order a drink and they asked mm-hmm. me if I had whipped cream on it. And I was like, no, no, I do not. Yes, not that I don't like no. it. I just didn't even know that coffee had whipped cream on it. So. Yeah. Oh, I love, <laughs> I love whipped cream on my coffee, but that's. Oh my, oh gosh. Okay. I learned something <laughs> new about you today. <laughs> Oh, okay. So our episode today, this is, this is a heavy one. Um, but I think it's, it's a good one to have. Um, Mm -hmm. we recently got, um, an email, actually we've gotten a couple, I'll be honest about how to handle in-laws around the holidays. And, Mm -hmm. you know, that's, that is a tough one for a lot of people and a lot of people that I know. So I, I empathize with you ladies that don't have strong relationships with their mother-in-laws. Um, but there was one that stuck out in particular that I feel like, you know, would be a good thing to kind of have as a discussion. And maybe some, some of the ladies listening could, um, you know, relate. Learn, relate. Yes. Thank you. Um, I love when you know that I'm losing my words. <laughs> You're like, throw it out there. <laughs> I will just step in for you. Yeah, um, thank you. So Nicole, Nicole is really good about reading all our emails. So mm-hmm. we love hearing from you topics. We love, I mean, we love hearing about topics from you. So, you know, if you ever want to send in a topic, just send it to our Gmail, which is don't call me midlife at gmail.com. And Nicole will check that. That is, that's one of, she's good at doing that. I'm not, but, um, Okay. So tell us a little bit more. They just asked about how do we deal with in-laws if you have a tricky relationship or what was it? Well, this one was, it was a very controlling mother-in-law and she, you know, wants to continue her traditions. And this, this woman has been married for at least, I don't know, I I can't remember exactly, but somewhere around 10, 15 years, like they have children. She wants traditions of her own and it's causing a lot of stress between her and her husband. And of course she wants to have like things going on in her own home, but at the same time, she wants to honor her husband and and her mother-in-law and Mm -hmm. her own family. So she has her own mom. So she wanted to know if we had any advice for her Mm -hmm. on this topic. So that's, uh, that's tough. That is tough. I think that's a hard situation around the holidays and, you know, um, I, I don't just say this, but I have a great mother-in-law. I have, um, and my mom is the mm-hmm. one that sort of drives me crazy. So, um, 
my question is, you know, in this situation, Nicole, what are your thoughts about, I feel like in some of these situations and with mother-in-laws in particular, it's like mm-hmm. you sort of need to get your husband involved, right? If it's his mom, mm-hmm. I don't want to overstep my bounds, right? Once, you know, when Agreed. we're married, we're a team, right? And I think, you know, we both view that. And as we get older, I feel like not more and more Alex are on the same page, but we see things very similarly, right? When you first get married, you're like, well, my family did this, my family did this, and this is mm-hmm. the way I grew up. Mm-hmm. But I've been married for 18 years. Now it's like, okay, we have started, you know, from the beginning talked mm-hmm. about what we want for our family, right? Mm-hmm. So yeah. I think if you've got tricky in-laws, tricky sister-in-laws, tricky whoever is in your family, right? Mm-hmm. Brother-in-laws, you have to get your your the the person who's the immediate family member involved, right? Oh, yes, I agree. <laughs> because <laughs> because it's just going to cause conflict and resentment. And I yeah. think Oh, yeah. Yeah, I think I have a friend that was um in a very similar situation. This is probably why I picked the topic because I also had a, a wonderful mother-in-law, God rest her soul. She's no longer with us, but um, mm-hmm. she was not um, she was not controlling and she was very much like, whatever you want to do, mm-hmm. this is your life. Um, yeah. And so anyway, what happened was um, her, her husband did not like defend her. So I think oh. a part of it is just communicating with your husband, like saying, this is the issue, you know, and there's always like, I find these like triangle points in relationships. Like it's not so direct. Like if you can't feel like you could go to your mother-in-law and have a candid conversation, you know, sometimes you go to the sister-in-law and the sister-in-law talks to Mm. the mother, but that could be tricky. I just feel like you have to have a strong forefront with your husband. Like this is, this is our, our family. I, you know, what do you want to do with your family? Let's, let's just put that in the, right. Like, what do you want on the table? Yeah. And- Asking your husband, like, do you want to be at your mom's house and doing, you know, this and then that, or, you know, what, what do you want? Not what does your mother-in-law want? Obviously we want to honor, you know, our mother-in-law, because she's family, but again, you and your husband, you are your own nucleus. You are a unit. So mm-hmm. yeah, I think, I think it starts there. I agree. I love that. And I love the way that you worded that you're, you're your own little unit. Right. And I think talking about what is important to you, right. Because a lot of the stuff that we, whether you love your mother-in-law, you don't, right. And maybe they love us or they don't, whatever, you know, mm-hmm. um, letting, what can you let go of? Right. Especially Mm -hmm. as we get older, what is really like, if you're going to make her famous cherry pie, like what does it Mm -hmm. matter? Right. Or if she wants to open up one gift on Christmas Eve, is is that, is that really going to make a difference in your family? If it's going to bring that person a lot of joy, right. Can you let it go? Right. It's almost like with your kids picking and choosing uh your battles. Right. Right. Yes. 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 Yes, you got yeah. it. And then also about having, we've talked about this before, is about having those boundaries. And I mm-hmm. think setting those boundaries and um, and making them making them a little bit clear. Because as mm-hmm. we get older, I'm more apt to say, you know what, that's actually not what we're going to do, right? I'm mm-hmm. more, is it more confident that we are or more, I don't know what it is, but you know, confidence. there are just some things, yeah. confidence or in our family. And also, you know, we only have 
so much time also for our little family to be in one mm-hmm. home. And so there are certain things that are, you know, that are non-negotiables for you and your family. Right. And right. I think your mother-in-law, whoever you're bringing in, we're just saying mother-in-law, maybe it's your father-in-law, maybe it's mm-hmm. whoever your cousin-in-law, mm-hmm. um, having those boundaries and having adult conversations around it. Right. But yes. that's hard. That is a hard one. And I, I'm here for you if you want to vent into my DMs, <laughs> in my <laughs> Gmail. Contact into Nicole. My, yes, contact me. <laughs> I will handle it. <laughs> well, so yeah. do do we have any like? How do we do we have any sort of? I guess how do we navigate some of that stuff, right? Because we do, you know, for the most part, mm-hmm. our families are, you know, it it works and everyone's yeah. really respectful, but. Have there been any situations, I think, where you've had to navigate something that maybe wasn't totally comfortable? Um, and nothing, nothing with in-laws. I'll be 100% honest. I, in-laws. Okay. I think I'm very lucky in that respect. Yeah, um, me too. Yes. Very, very lucky. So maybe my own family dynamics. Um, my, my dad and I, you know, we struggle, we have our differences and, and it's okay. I have done my inner work with it, but before Mm -hmm. I, you know, did my work, I definitely struggled on like making space for him when Mm -hmm. he didn't, when he didn't deserve it. And he would always ask, ask, ask. And, you know, when I finally started saying no, I got pushback, not only from from him, but from my aunt. And it was, Mm. it was my, it wasn't his sister. It was his sister-in-law. And so I just told her, you know, I need you to stop being the middle person because Mm I, I'm also very comfortable telling people how I feel. (laughs) So, or having a little bit of conflict, you mean? That's good. I like yes, that. Yes. Yes. I'm, I'm okay with confrontation. <laughs> As I got, get older, I'm a little bit more politically correct about it. But you're it, not but... just doing it to do it. Like you really felt yeah. this in your heart. Like you felt it with your whole body. It was something that was important to you. So it's not just yes. doing it willy nilly, like feeling passionately about it. And yes. I'm proud of you for doing that. How'd that go? Thanks. Well, I ended up telling her, I need you to stop. And then I agreed to like, you know, giving him this space to like come over and I regretted it instantly. And, um, like that was my like final, final straw. So like, it was almost like not on the follow through train. So also if there's no follow through train, like, you know, people will push and push and push a little bit, you know, if they Mm -hmm, see that they can mm -hmm. do that. So, um, but she hasn't asked me, she did, she stopped. She stopped after that one because wow. we, we did have one more conversation. Um, but yes, that's. But I think, I think they're not just around the holidays, but that, mm-hmm. that stuff happens with family too. Like, um, mm-hmm. you know, I've said before, you know, when we also, when we often travel with our family, we get a different mm-hmm. house or because, you know, when my uh, kids were yes. little, it was just sort of a lot, right. Mm-hmm. Having those sort of boundaries. I think for my family, if you interview them, I'm probably the problem because, <laughs> because I would want everyone Ooh, to be tell together. Me more. <laughs> Grab some popcorn. Contact, contact my sister-in-laws, right. Or my sister, because I'm the one that, uh, you know, wants everyone together all the time to do everything. Right. Mm-hmm. And like, I would make an agenda. I would make a meal plan. Like, I mean, yeah. literally, and people would be like, Alex, like that's yeah. a little much. We mm-hmm. need some downtime. Right. Yeah. And 
you know, I'm not good with downtime. This girl doesn't have a ton of downtime. Um, better as I get older. <laughs> but in thinking, even that, I view that as learning about myself a little bit more. You know, one mm-hmm. time it was my sister-in-law, my brother's wife was like, you know, you have a lot of energy, but not everyone has that, right? And not mm-hmm. everyone. So sometimes we want things to be a certain way for us, but that's not how everyone else wants mm-hmm. to do it, right? Just like- well, Yeah, how'd you, how'd you feel when your sister-in-law said that? Were you offended or were you well, like, oh, like I love a little her. self-awareness? She's, a, yeah. <laughs> she's probably the only person, and I know she listens, she's probably the only person that could say that to me, right? Mm-hmm, right. <laughs> um, No, I think as I appreciate, as I get older, I appreciate that. Right. And Mm -hmm. again, it's self-reflecting like, oh, maybe I was a little much for everybody. Mm -hmm. You know, I think it's just because when I was younger, I had these expectations of the holidays and how it would be. And it was supposed to be this way. Mm -hmm. And I think that's something as we get older, it's holding on to the things that really matter. No one's Mm going to remember if you have the perfect place setting. I mean, right. Or, well, maybe me, but um, because only you. But only me, but no one, no one, it doesn't matter. We don't have to serve a certain thing. And it's just, it's about being together. And I think that's how you maneuver these tricky situations, I guess, to bring it back about the question from a listener Mm -hmm. is like you said, looking at the big picture, right. Mm -hmm. And reflecting upon those things. If you have family traditions that really matter, you know, recently my sister asked if we could get together Christmas Eve and I was like, "Mm, it's a hard stop. Yeah. And it's a hard stop because we have a tradition of going to the pop, the holiday pops, the Boston pops every year. And we go to a restaurant after, and mm-hmm. that's sort of our tradition. So maybe now that I talk about this out loud, we, we have, you know, you have had some things where we have evolved, right? Yeah. Yeah. I, I agree. And, you know, keeping in with, you know, evolving and, and your family and keeping things tight, I think you said something earlier that struck a chord. Like we just have so little time with our mm-hmm. little <laughs> littles, you know, our little nucleus. Our little, like it's, yeah, it's like this little bubble that you only have for such a little short time. Really. You think like, Oh, it's so long, but really it's not like uh, our oldest are going to college in four years. You know, in thinking about what you're, what you're saying about the time and just, you know, time feels more limited. Mm-hmm. What about bringing your, you know, your in-laws or your, whatever your family into what, you know, inviting them in a little bit more. Right. Mm-hmm. And maybe not, you know, blocking them out as much and just inviting them in. Like I'm an, you know, mm-hmm. I'm an over inviter, right. Mm-hmm. I would love for my mom and my mother-in-law and our whole family to be here. Mm-hmm. But sometimes people just like, maybe they don't want to come, but they like being invited. Right. Yes. That is, <laughs> you just hit the nail on the head. Yes. Everybody mm-hmm. wants to be invited. Everybody wants to be included. And, uh-huh. you know, sometimes you invite the person knowing that they're going to say no. Um, mm-hmm. And they feel good and welcomed and. And included. And maybe if and you included, have difficult yeah. family that you, you know, you have obligation to have them, uh-huh. maybe you only have them for two or three nights. That's my advice. <laughs> <laughs> maybe they don't yeah. stay for a whole week. That's too much. Oh, that's too much. Yeah. It's a lot. It's a lot when you like love somebody and love hanging out with them. It's, it's disruptive. It's enjoyable, but it's, it's hard. You know, I can't imagine like somebody that you don't like for an entire week. 
No, but you know, I have a friend that, that, that says like our hard and fast rule mm-hmm. is three nights. One of my good friends here mm-hmm. and literally her in-laws have stayed at, ho- have stayed at a hotel, Nicole. How like, do you put have, that into place though? Like, oh, we all, you can only stay for three nights. How about her husband did it? Her husband did it. Her, I was like, she told me this, I forgot a month ago. And I was like, oh, okay. I won't say her name, but um, wow, that's impressive. Yeah. And I really, I like, yes. I, I feel like if you put those boundaries, you almost like people respect you like a little bit more, right? Like that's our for limit. sure. Yes. Or it's going to go too long and it's going to actually maybe affect our relationship, right? Like if that's your rule in your house and that's mm-hmm. what you do, it's be, you know, talk about it in a nice way, but, you know, make it clear and then enjoy that time that you do have. If you have two or three nights, like really like own that time, you mm-hmm. know, and enjoy it. Yes. The holidays are hard enough. <laughs> the holidays are. Yes, they they really are. Um, so speaking about hard. Mm-hmm. You said this topic was going to be a little bit hard. And I think the, you know, this other topic of sort of, you know, the holidays are great mm-hmm. and special, mm-hmm. but it also can be hard for people hard for, I know we've talked about a little bit of grief during mm-hmm. the holidays. Um, two types of grief, really mm-hmm. the grief of, like you were saying, our kids not being mm-hmm. little anymore. Right. Yes. Yes. That's every year. I feel like it gets it's like uh, harder at the beginning of the season, I feel like, because you're just like, yeah. okay, it's bringing out the decorations and it's just not as yeah. like, they're not asking for it. It's just not as like right. it, the magic, like keeping the magic. And yeah. I, you know, I struggle with, I struggle with it more than I ever thought that I would. Like, I just, I really miss them coming mm-hmm. down and like just being so excited. And are you going to cry? Uh, I, I could, I could, if we talk about this for too long, um, I agree with you. I agree. And Mm -hmm. so this is the first year I feel that, and Mm -hmm. I'm trying to reconcile it a little bit, Nicole, in terms of what can I do to bring that back almost, but make Mm -hmm. it like, it's like adjusting to your norm, right? Like we have to adjust to like, oh, (laughs) I wish I lived next door. (laughs) We have to adjust to like our, you know, 46 year old midlife bodies. Mm -hmm. We need to adjust to the new norm of these kids. Like I know both of ours like to play video games and they're like Mm -hmm. in their room. So I was thinking about this over the, over Thanksgiving and I booked (laughs) my kids to go to the musical elf. Now I haven't told Uh them Nicole, right? So like, you don't tell our- them, okay, because <laughs> you'll get pushback. But once they get there, they're going to love it. So just yeah. do it as like a surprise. Don't don't tell them. So, but it's maybe that's something that I probably, yeah. you know, it's seven o'clock at a night on Friday. I mm-hmm. probably, we can go to a fun dinner before. I probably couldn't have done that when they were little, right? Mm-hmm. So thinking yes. about these new things that you can do, you can stay up a little later, watch movies, you know, um, some of those things, you know, go see lights. I love, I know your family goes ice skating. I think that's super fun. Yes. Yes. We, we, uh, we're, uh, like a snow sport family. So we do, we all like to go ice skating. My oldest played hockey. Jerry plays hockey. I love ice skating. Like oh. I want to take lessons and learn how to do like a triple toe oh. cow sow. Is it a, a pure? A, oh, I thought it was a pirouette or is that ballet? That's ballet. ballet. A, a sow cow. Oh. <laughs> I don't old. know. I'm, I, I don't know how you do ice skating. I'm literally like holding on to the edge for dear life, but I love that. Um, I love it. I love skiing and everything. 
Oh, you're so funny. Um, I mean, I do too. But so maybe it's about, Nicole, about thinking, well, first of all, we'll be really good grandmas, right? We've talked about this. <laughs> Hands down the best. Like, we are saying this now, and we're going to be like there. And I'll, I'll do whatever she wants to do, right? I won't bring any of my stuff. I mean, my- You liar. I know, I know. My daughter-in-laws are either going to hate or love me. I'm not really sure. (laughs) We'll find out. No, I think we'll find out. Hopefully not soon. I think you, (laughs) I I think you'll be amazing. Uh, But it's, it's, it's just more adjusting to this time. And it's just Mm -hmm. part of being, you know, what I love to have a little three-year-old that was like up at 5 a.m. on Christmas. I, I can't talk about that. Yeah. Really yeah. <laughs> like, I mean, now, yes, I would. <laughs> yes. It was really hard then though. I mean, it was yeah. hard. Yeah. It was hard, but like, I look at pictures and I, I just like my little, you know, my heart melts and I'm like, oh my gosh. But then I, I remember like how hard things were and but you yeah. know, with each phase, I love this phase. I mean, they're so yeah, funny and yes, I just love being around them. Um, but it's, it's like, you know, that, um, like that movie inside out, it's like with, yeah. with sadness, there's joy. Like they just go hand in hand and totally. And I think you see it at surprising times, right? Like mm-hmm. I still feel like a little kid sometimes on Christmas morning. Right. I know. So I know I try to maybe- peek. Yes. Oh my God. You're so funny. It, my mom would like almost unwrap gifts and I'm like, mom, what yeah. are you doing? Yeah. Like, I don't give her, ba- I don't give her a bag because she'll mm-hmm. already know what's in it. Like she'll already pre-open it. Oh, that's um, so funny. No but maybe it's just no peeking. Maybe it's, um, you know, it is just like thinking of those ways, being a little bit more conscious of ways mm-hmm. to bring out that like playful, joyful, you know, mm-hmm. side of things a little bit more with your family. Yes. That's a positive of it, but it is. It is. It's even though we're like teary eyed and it's hard, it's still amazing at the same time. It's still fun. It yes, is. it is. And, and I then, can't wait. Yeah. You know, and then like Christmas has been a little bit harder too for us because we lost my mother-in-law and she was just such a central like point in, in everything that we did around holidays. And, you know, my family lives out of state. So I know I talk about Jerry's family a lot, but it was just there like my parents are divorced and in separate states and his were all together and always um, welcoming and warm. So not that I don't talk to my family. I just want to put that out there. But, um, right, right. you know, I think having a holiday without a loved one is also extremely difficult. And, you know, what I, I try to do for Jerry is like bring in like her favorite dessert. Um, there was a restaurant in Michigan called Bill Knapp's. I don't know if it was anywhere else. I don't even know if they have any more restaurants, but they have a warehouse and it was like her special cake. It was called bumpy cake. And I, you know, on father's day, I bring it in and, um, Christmas we have it as dessert. So just honoring some of the people that, you know, aren't with us anymore in their own special way, whether it's like, I don't know if you make your dad's crab cakes, but just having their presence somehow, like it doesn't have to be over the top, just like having their favorite Christmas cookie or, or something. That's, that's, you know, how we honor like our loved ones that aren't here with us. I love that. I love that. I didn't um, think I was going to cry my first time. I know. I'm like, I don't even know if I can really talk about my okay. dad, but um, you don't have, <laughs> he, he was, you don't have to. No, I just know okay. it's in your cookbook. 
It's in your cookbook. It is. It is. Yeah. It is my cookbook. I think my dad was, you know, I think honoring, you mm-hmm. know, loved ones with food is like, you know, a big thing in our family. Yeah. Um, but I, I, you know, I think um, my dad's birthday is in December and I will mm-hmm. get him mm-hmm. a birthday cake. Like it will say yes. happy 78th okay. birthday dad. Right. Yeah. I find, I find that to be a happy day. Try to do something, you know, it's a birthday that, mm-hmm. um, it's something that I would normally do, like yeah. live a little deeper, you know? Yeah. Um, and you want their so, legacy to continue and for your boys yeah. to somehow feel connected to him. Yeah. Yeah. I'm yeah. Sure. And I think we do, we do a toast on, on, you know, on uh, Christmas Eve. And I mm-hmm. think it's just acknowledging all mm-hmm. those that we love that aren't there. Like, you yes. know, we have grandparents that aren't there, you know, maybe it's not even people that are just, you know, in heaven, but people mm-hmm. that couldn't even be with us on that holiday, you know, right. they can't travel. Like, right. you know, my grandmother is in a nursing home and I think about her, her birthday's Christmas Eve. Yeah. And we honor her with making Swedish meatballs. And, yeah. you know, I think it's thinking about all those people. I just always think about, you never want to be alone during the holidays. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. And in maybe thinking about in terms of the holidays can be joyous, but also sad for some people mm-hmm. looking out for those friends mm-hmm. that may need a little bit of extra TLC over the yes. holiday season, right? Yes. A little bit of checking in, invite them, even if they're not your bestie, mm-hmm. invite them to coffee, invite them to something. Um, mm-hmm. because you know, you never know what someone else is going through during the holidays or if someone recently passed, I will mm-hmm. often check in on them as well. Mm-hmm. Um, yes. So there's lots of ways to do that, but that's, you know, Nicole, it's a, it's a, it's a heavy reality. I it know. Is. I know. It is. <laughs> it is. It's a sad reality. It's heavy. And it's another podcast. That, it's another yeah, podcast. It's another group. podcast. Yes. Yay. That'll be yeah. a great one. I'll bring some <laughs> tissues for that yeah. one. <laughs> we'll be prepared. I won't wear any makeup and we'll each bring <laughs> tissues and, um, but I, I do ones, think but. the, I, the idea of, of, acknowledging it. Mm -hmm. I think that can be even hard, Nicole, is Mm -hmm. whether that's to yourself, you don't need to do, if you're not like Mm -hmm. us and you want to make a whole cake or a whole, you know, whatever, it's maybe quietly finding that time during Mm -hmm. this season to talk to them or to, you know, I mean, to acknowledge that they're not there. I think, I think, I think that helps too. Oh, a hundred percent. So Nicole, what time is it? It's my favorite time. It is. (laughs) unsolicited advice time. So Alex. Yeah. I would love to hear your unsolicited advice. Oh, so many good things from today. I would probably say that the advice would be, um, to with the holiday hustle and bustle, take some time to figure out your core family, what is important to you. And I loved your idea, Nicole, of talking to your husband. Even I was thinking bringing your kids into it. And what are their memories? Because sometimes what our kids remember is different than obviously what we remember or what's Mm -hmm. important to them. Sometimes my kids will be like, oh my gosh, that's my favorite thing of Christmas. And Mm -hmm. I'm like, wait, what was that? When did we do that? Mm -hmm. So as our kids get older, bringing them into what makes our family a family and what makes our traditions important to us. Um, and so that would, that would probably be my advice. I love your unsolicited advice. (laughs) I think we should just leave it there because I think you covered it. I I may be too emotional to have some unsolicited (laughs) advice. Uh, my unsolicited advice is 
to see the perspective of someone else, even if you don't necessarily like them. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I mean, be open, be open. I mean, this, yeah. I, I think one of my strong suits is seeing the, the, you know, perspective of somebody else, even if I don't agree, whether it's, you know, the, the, uh, the listeners, um, you know, mother-in-law, I think it's probably mm-hmm. just coming from a place of like sadness and maybe a little control from her, mm-hmm. um, because she misses her son because just like mm-hmm. Alex and I are sitting here crying over <laughs> our toddlers, she may be feeling the same way too. And if, if you can just bring a little bit of joy into her, maybe black heart, <laughs> like, yeah. you know, you can do that for her. Or if it's a cousin that you don't get along with, you know, just trying to see somebody else and, and where they're coming from. You don't have to agree and you don't have to change your ways and you can keep your boundaries, but just maybe just be a little bit more open to it. More open because family's yeah. family, right? I mean, we didn't choose yeah. them, but they're our family. <laughs> right. Exactly. <laughs> and that's a wrap for today's episode of Don't Call Me Midlife. We hope you had as much fun as we did. Absolutely. Your support means the world to us. If you're just waiting in the carpool line, don't forget to follow the show. And if you're feeling extra spicy today, leave us a rating and review. Before we part ways, we've got a special invitation for you. Join our newsletter to stay in the loop with all things midlife magic, bonus content, and more. Head on over to the show notes for how to sign up. We can't wait to keep the conversation going. And of course, remember, in the whirlwind of life and motherhood, don't forget to fill up your own cup first. You're extraordinary, and your journey is worth every moment. Until next time. Cheers. Cheers. (laughs) Cheers.